We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Final part of today's podcast, before we get to the mailbag, and we'll probably do these two things together, is we're going to talk about the new changes with the college football playoff. And so we've all known that Notre Dame is going to a 12, or not Notre Dame, excuse me. We all know the college football playoff is going to a 12-team playoff starting this upcoming season. In the past, it was anticipated that it was going to be a 6-6, six and six, six automatic bids, six at-large bids. The six automatic bids were going to go to the winners of the five Power Five conferences and then the highest-ranked group of five conference champions. So if this past year SMU was that team, if we were in a 12-team playoff this past year, even though SMU was not ranked in the top 12, they would have gotten one of the 12 playoff spots. The only thing that's really changed right now with the new proposal that was passed today is now you're only going to have five conference five automatic bids so you've got the power for the, the four teams that are left so you have the acc the big 10 the big 12 and the sec all there the winners of those leagues will be getting into the playoff and then the fifth one will go to the highest ranked group of five team so aac sunbelt mountain west all those different leagues right and conference usa mac all those teams and now there's seven at large is at large bids. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So listen, the, the, the first thing is, folks, this is automatic. This is good for Notre Dame. I mean, this is good for Notre Dame. We have a lot of questions about the Cotswold playoff and conference bids and all this kind of stuff, but the reality is is there's now an extra at-large bid. It doesn't change Notre Dame's potential ranking. They can still be ranked no higher than fifth, which means they can't have an automatic bid. Well, let me rephrase. They can be ranked higher than fifth. They can't be seeded higher than fifth. So Notre Dame in the Cotswold playoff could rank number one, you know, throughout the process, but when the final quote unquote rankings come out, they can't have one of the top four seats. They can only, they can be as high as five. And so that means their name's always going to have a first round game. Now I've heard people say, and, and I was one of those ones that was against that at first. And as I've said before, Vince changed my mind, but the reality is, and Jack Swarbrick talked about this, we don't get a buy because then you'd have two buys. And, and in some ways, I actually think this is good for Notre Dame. Because if Notre Dame, think about this. So, so this year, for example, the college football playoff starts on December 20th, I believe. Let me just look that up to make sure that I am correct on this. But I believe the college football playoff starts on – the first round games are on December 20th. And let's go here. It's weird. So let's go to this. All right, so the NCAA released it here. Let me just get the dates. The first round games, all right, that is, yes. So the first round starts on December 20th. There's going to be one game on December 20th and then three games on December 21st. The quarterfinals aren't until December 31st. So let's say that this year Notre Dame's season ends against USC, and that game is played on November 28th is when that game is going to be November 30th, excuse me, when that game is going to be played. That means if Notre Dame got a first round bye, they don't play the weekend of the conference championship games and they don't play again until December 31st, which means they would have to go over a month before they would play. Now, some of you are thinking, hey, that means that the team that they would play might have to play two games before Notre Dame plays. And I'm telling you right now, as a football coach, you do not want that. You do not want a team having to play a game, then getting three weeks of rest or two weeks of rest, playing another game, and now you have to play them when you've had a, over a month where you haven't been able to play a football game. So it's actually because Notre Dame doesn't have the conference championship game, I think it's actually good because if Notre Dame was in a conference and could get that first round bye, they'd still play four games. They'd have to play the conference championship game and then the three playoff games to win it all so I don't think it's fair that Notre Dame doesn't have to play in a conference and then gets a bye I don't think that's fair because as we learned in 2020 Notre Dame I believe was ranked first or second going into the ACC title game I think second behind Alabama well they played in that title game and lost 
And so I, I would rather not play that game and then get that first round home game than have to go play Clemson in a neutral field the way that they did. So you don't have that conference title game to potentially lose or win. So you should have to play that first round game. I'm actually fine with it. I wasn't at first, but I'm actually fine with it. And I think, but, but I also think as a football coach, it, it makes way more sense. It's helpful. You do not want to go 30, 31 days between playing football games, having over a, over one day over a month to play a football game when your opponent has likely played two games in that period of time. You, you have a chance to lose any momentum you've had. You're going to lose preparation time. You're not going to be able to practice starting the week after the conference championship games and just practice all that time because who you're practicing against. You don't have an opponent to practice against. You can get rusty. And so to me, I do think this is a benefit for Notre Dame. And I do think it makes a lot of sense for them to be able to have to play in that first round. And honestly, I'm kind of excited to see Notre Dame potentially play a first round game at home. Uh, I think that's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So obviously when you talk about the new format, it doesn't directly impact Notre Dame. It doesn't change their potential, but it does create one more at large. So before there's only going to be six at large bids that doesn't that now changes or seven Notre Dame still has to be ranked 11th or higher most likely but there is a scenario where if one of the four power five teams is not ranked in the top 12 that you have to be ranked at least 10th to get a chance to play for that top championship or to get into the playoffs. so that part is a little interesting but that was already true before that I mean it was unlikely and it's still unlikely it's still unlikely that one of the ACC you know, the Big 12 maybe might be in that situation where that you know they have a champion that's outside the top 12. It's possible. But basically, if Notre Dame's a top 10 team, they're in. And that's that's obviously important. Notre Dame would have to be a top eight or higher seed to excuse me, not top, they'd have to be a top eight seed, meaning five, six, seven, eight, to be able to get a first round bye. That does that hasn't changed by this. So when you look at the disadvantages for this, I don't think any disadvantages are created for Notre Dame in this way. I think the advantages, as we've talked about, are there. They get that first round game against what will likely be a lesser opponent if Notre Dame is good enough to compete. Like, let's be real. Notre Dame's good enough to compete for championship. They're not going to be an eight seed or a nine or a ten seed, most likely, unless it's one of those weird years where you know, they got off to a rough start, had big personnel changes or had a lot of guys injured early in the season. They come back and yeah, you're a two, three loss team. You get in, you're red hot like USC was in 2016. Those things are rare. But even then that year, USC climbed all the way up to number nine. And so if Notre Dame is championship worthy, odds are they're going to be ranked higher than eight. So they will get that home game. They'll have that extra week to prepare. They'll be able to stay in their home you know, their, their dorms, their, whatever the, you know, their, their local apartments, all that kind of stuff to play that game before they then have to go on the road for the next three. So there's a lot of things I like about this. I've come around on it. Uh, uh, Y'all know I was not happy about it when it first happened. I don't, I didn't like the 12 team expansion when it first happened. I didn't like that. Notre Dame couldn't get a buy when it first happened, but I've really come around and I'm, I'm pretty fired up about it. So if Notre Dame is seeded five to eight, they get a home game, and then you get to the quarters. Obviously, quarters, the five seed would play the four, the six would play the three, the seven would play the two, the eight would play the one. Or the winner of those, the 5-12, 6-11, 7-10, 8-9. The winner of 5-12 goes to play the four seed. The winner of, 
uh, 6-11 goes on to play the three seed. The winner of 7-10 goes on to play the two seed. The winner of 8-9 goes on to play the one seed. And the interesting thing is there's a chance that Notre Dame, if they are ranked higher than top five, could be playing a team that's ranked lower than them in the second round, the quarterfinals, which could be interesting. Very, very interesting. So it could be a thing where you know Notre Dame's the five, they get to play the four, but the four seed would have been ranked you know, fifth or sixth or seventh, but they, because like, again, just because you're the four seed doesn't mean you are the fourth best team. There could be years where, let's be honest, where the ACC team is ranked in the top three, the Big Ten champ is ranked in the top three, the SEC champ is ranked in the top three, and Notre Dame is ranked in the top four, right? Where that next highest ranked team, you could have the five. Let's say Notre Dame is a three seed. And let's just say the Big Ten team is number two. The SEC team is number one. The ACC team is number four. That numbers five, six, and seven could be a second Big Ten team, a second and third SEC team, or a second and third eight Big Ten team and one SEC team. And then the four seed is actually the eighth or ninth ranked team, but the team that won the Big 12 or the team that won the AAC, AAC, or the Mountain West, but because they're the fourth highest ranked conference champion, they get the fourth seed. So in a lot of ways, this could be a positive for Notre Dame because there's a chance that Notre Dame in the first two rounds, depending on how rankings go, and actually, you know what? Let's let's actually look at this compared to last year's schedule and, and look at what the rankings would have been based on last year's schedule. And uh, you, you'll start to get a sense of this. Because, and I'm going to look at it from the standpoint of if last year's schedule were teams uh, were in a situation where there was a four team playoff like we have now and not, or excuse me, a power four situation in a 12 team playoff as opposed to a power five situation in a five team playoff. So I'm going to pull up the college football rankings last year, the final rankings going into that last week. And you had a Big Ten team number one a Big Ten team number two, so you still only have one seed so far. An SEC team was number three. An SEC team was number four. An ACC team was number five. SEC six. Big Ten seven. Big Ten eight. SEC nine. Big Ten was 10th. SEC was 11th. You had SEC was 12th. SEC was 13th. The next highest ranked team is a team that would now be in the Big 12. That's Arizona, which was a 14th ranked team. So in the way that last year's ranking shook out, and again, I know that it wouldn't be direct correlation because teams would have played different schedules, but in that scenario, you'd have to get down to the 14 seed. That team would get an automatic bid. Arizona, if they had that same record in the Big 12, let's say they won the Big 12 championship, they're ranked 14th they would have then gone on to be a four seed in this scenario. So Notre Dame, the five seed, would play the 12th seed, and then they'd go on to play the four seed, but that four seed would be a team that's actually ranked 14th going into the playoff. See what I'm saying? So that's why I say that that not getting the bye is okay for Notre Dame because if Notre Dame is good enough to have gotten a bye, then that means they're going to play a lower-ranked team on a neutral field, they get that home field opportunity. They get that game against a lower-ranked team to kind of get back in the flow, get that preparation, get that work in, play that game, and now you're not a month of rustiness off of 
playing that second round game because now your season's over on the 30th and you're playing the game three weeks later. So it's not as big of a gap as then having another 11 days before you'd play your next game. So I think in a lot of ways, this, be- this benefits Notre Dame a ton because there's a chance that Notre Dame's first two games would be against teams that are ranked much lower than they would be in the final rankings. And so that's why I say I'm, I'm okay giving up the bye to be in that situation. Because if, let's say Notre Dame was the fourth, the fourth best team. Well, now in this situation, you'd have those one, two, and three. Now the fourth team would be Notre Dame, which means their first game would be the 5-12 winner. Well, that fifth team is going to be the fifth-ranked team or even potentially the fourth or third-ranked team, depending on you know conference rankings. So now your first game is going to be against a much better opponent than you would have had a chance maybe your first two games in the situation that they're playing in now. So I think it makes a lot of sense for Notre Dame to say, hey, they're okay getting that by. They get to play a game. They get to shake the rust off a little bit against someone who's not a one, two, three, or four seed or even a five seed, and they get to get prepared. And then there's a chance, depending on how things shake out, that they're going to play. Because think about it, guys. If we're talking about the four highest-ranked conference champions, that means if we all believe that the Big 12 and the ACC aren't going to be that good – there's a good chance that they're going to play the, the, the Big 12 conference champ in the second round. Or the AAC or the group of five team, if they're ranked higher, in the second round. They're not going to be playing the second best SEC team, the second best Big 10 team. They're not going to be playing the second best, let's say it's a situation where Florida State and, and Clemson are both great again. They're not going to be playing the second best of those teams. They're going to be playing the fourth best conference champ. And in most years, the fourth best conference champ is not a top five team. It's not a seven, top seven or eight team. So in a lot of ways, I think this scenario works out really well for Notre Dame uh, in, in their scenario. So I'm excited about it. I, I like the change. I've come around on it anyway, right? And that's not saying they're not good teams. They're just not going to be as good of teams most years in those scenarios. So that's the latest with what's going on with college football playoff. A little bit of news also that came out today, which is kind of exciting. Uh, if you're um, someone of my age or, or younger, and that is, is that Jack Swarbrick released a statement. Notre Dame's released a statement saying that Notre Dame will officially be in the EA sports college football, 2025 NCA football, 2025 game. We assumed that that would be the case when they had the release the other day of the game, the teaser of the game on Instagram the other day, and then again later on Twitter, they did have a couple quick clips of Notre Dame. They can't, no one can use footage of Notre Dame's anything without uh, permission from Notre Dame because it was a home game. They showed clips, I believe, of a Notre Dame. It was an older game, and then of Notre Dame. You can't use that in a commercial without getting permission from Notre Dame. So we kind of knew then, or we knew then, or had a good idea then that this was going to be the case, but now it's official. Notre Dame will be in the EA Sports game, which I'm pretty excited about. I'm very, very much looking forward. They're going to drop the full reveal in May. I'm very much looking forward to finding out what it's going to look like. It's really going to be interesting to see what it looks like. And, of course, now the players, players are going to get paid to be part of it, which is also, I think, pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to go to Mailbag next, folks. But before we go to the Mailbag, do me a favor. Hit that Like button. Hit the Subscribe button. Hit the Notification bell. Share this podcast. Give us a five-star review. And as I challenged you earlier, if you've not done so, sign up for the message boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com.